See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. Hello. Welcome all you out there in podcast listener land. This is Mao with me as always. Dr. Morbius. From Parts Unknown. And you are listening to the one and only B through Z grade movie review show called Slow Robot A Go-Go. This is show number 134. Oh. That means there was 133 of these before you oh. found us right now. How about them apples? Yeah. So, here's my shtick. Go to slowrobotagogo.wordpress.com. That's like our landing page for this. Or you can go to bunchofdorks.com where you'll find three glorious podcasts. Top one is this one, B through Z grade movies. Middle one is Two Dimension Podcast, the podcast, uh, the comic book podcast with no direction, starring uh, my friend Morbius, Dr. Morbius, uh, King Don, and um, Rook. Rook takes Dallas. pawn, I hear. And uh, Dallas. Dallas takes pawn. <coughs> Dallas takes pawn to the pawn shop by Another a chess guitar. set. Another oh, guitar. Okay. And then the bottom one is Bunch of Dorks. That is the long-running podcast started in 2005. We're up to show eight. No, I'm kidding. We're up to show 280. So, yay for all that. And if you like independent music and you want to, uh, you know, hear more of my melodious voice, well, then you go to Radio St. Pete every Sunday, 10 p.m. for the Indie Circuit. That's all I got. What about you, Dr. Morbius? What do you got going on? What's rocking in your world, man? Uh, two Dimension. <laughs> uh, <laughs> two Dimension. Uh, Destination Nightmare. Comic books, more comic books. Yeah. Scans, talking, podcasts. Well, you are in the world, in the life, in the, in the yeah, know. Yeah, we're in the biz. We're not in the biz, but we're, the, we're in the know. Yeah, we're, we're talking. We're walking and talking it. Like <laughs> I we know thought, it all. I always thought you and King Don should have been in the biz. Somehow. I yeah, we should have been in the biz, you know? Well, you still should. We should change the biz. We could change the biz. We could make the biz better for you people out there. <laughs> nice. But, you know, we'll see. Changing the world, one comic book page at a time. Yeah, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? And what else you got? Oh, God, that's it, man. Destination Nightmare. Did you say that one? I already? said Destination Nightmare. Oh. Comic book scans Dude, and I podcasts and all that kind sadly of Sadly, I'm fading in yeah, and out. I've been. You're walking. You're I've been dead. wrecked. I'm the walking dead. I've been wrecked with a uh, chest infection. Not a cold, just a. <clears throat> One, two or three times a year, I get whacked with one of these. And is it like sinus thing or something? Yeah, it must be. The something gets to me, yeah. and it just cooks and kills me. And then I'm like, uh, and then you like revive yourself. Then I'm like Theraflu and couch. Are you gonna revive yourself with like lots of uh, Theraflu and the couch in movies? That's about it. No beer? No, hell uh, no, man. When you're what? When you're when you're down for the count, stay down. <laughs> you know what I mean? <clears throat> I think in my younger, when I was younger, I was always like, well, I feel like shit anyway. I might as well get hammered. Yeah. You know, then the hangover, who cares? Yeah, yeah. But as you get older, you start to get a little bit smarter, I hope. You know, and then you're like, yeah, I'm going to not do that. I'm going to just, you know, rest and be a teetotaler. You know, that, that's an interesting, uh, interesting thing you said. As you get older, you get smarter, you hope. I'm not sure about that. I think no. you get stupider, but you get, but you have a little bit more... Uh, knowledge of things. worldly wisdom because you yeah, lived a little bit it. Of wisdom, but you don't really get any smarter because you still do stupid things. It's true. Yeah, you're right. Like I always, I always kind of hoped I could keep learning and growing and, as a person and and just keep trying to get smarter. 
but you're right. I think because when I look back when I was like when I was 20, I was like, man, was I dumb when I was 10. When I was 30, man, was I dumb when I was 20. You know, now uh, you just keep going, man, was I dumb back then. Well, the problem is you're still dumb. You just think you're smarter. Yeah, you just pretend like you're smarter and you act like you're smarter, and that's part of the deal too. If you act smart and you pretend you're smart and you can convince enough people <coughs> that you're smart, then it's all you're PR. smart. Yeah, it's all. PR and BS and all that kind of stuff. Which I need is what, which is what life is all about. I need to PR learn. I need to learn. I need to learn more PR for myself to help climb the ladder. You know, I don't think I have anything going on. Yeah, well, you know, be careful when you climb the ladder; you don't fall off. Yeah, you always fall. Just keep getting back up. What have you watched this week, Doctor Morbius? I've watched the grass grow, mm. and that'll be it for that. No movies this week. No I, movies. I, I haven't. I've not been watching movies lately. I wow. Not, I've been watching our movie. But I haven't been watching any other movie. I've been watching TV shows. And I'm scared for you, man. You and, know. Well, I've been doing a lot of artwork and doing creative things, which takes away from my movie watching, or my attentive movie watching, should gotcha. we say. There's always something going on on the screen, but I'm not paying 100% so attention. So what are you doing with the artwork? I'm just, just keep drawing and keep drawing and try to get something out of it, you know, see if yeah. I can come up with a story or an idea for a book and... You know, keep working it. You ought to do the the the, uh, the the animal cruelty avenger. I'm telling you, man. And I'm working. If, if you did that, you would be, you'd you'd make all kinds of cash. Well, yeah, <clears> but <throat> I'm I'm working on something with like a vampire woman that's not wearing too many clothes. So, that's good. Yeah, that's too. always sells. You know, yeah. that's always sells better than animal cruelty. All right. Well, after Promi was talking about uh, his Disney stuff, I watched Wreck It Ralph, which is a, a video game based Disney movie. Lots of fun. Um, you know, I love the video game world. I love all the video game stuff. They they did a great job with that movie where they they wrote in so much stuff from like yeah, classic arcades and it was very it's a very cool, very fun, uh, interesting take on being a video game character. And then after that, I uh, watched The Man with Iron Fists. The Man with the uh, The Man with the Iron Fists. Okay. Uh, you know what I'm talking about, RZA. I believe with, so. With uh, craziness so. and yeah. fun. Uh, I just <clears throat> love it. I was in the mood for a kung fu movie, and I was like, eh, why not watch this one? Why the hell not? It got yeah. a lot of hate, and I don't know why. Well, uh, you know, it's a hateful world, sir. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of hate going on in this world. And like back in the old days, when we used to be kids, that were a little more we were stupid. There was a little no. bit more love in the world. Yeah, you know, that just seems to be all hate and anger and. Yeah, know, I guess stupidity. you're right. And stupidity. Because you know, well, I I talked about it when I when I did my first review about the movie. What do you what do you expect? What do you think you're gonna see? Like, of course, most of it's nonsense. Have you ever watched a kung fu movie? It's it's based in mythological nonsense, you know, and it's and that's what what's fun, you know. So. Well, I, I actually I do have one thing to say, and it's kind of give props to somebody that I that I kind of goof on, or not goof on, but put down every once in a while. You know, Quentin Tarantino. He's actually doing something. Yeah. Which is, but the, on one hand, I think it's a great thing that he's doing. But on the other hand, it's something that I think I had that I always wanted to do with somebody, but we didn't have the money. That's the yeah. problem. The money, you know. Uh, he's opening up. He's he bought out some theater in L.A. That he, yes, he did. That he's uh, he used to go to as a kid, and now he's making it his own movie theater, and all he's going to show 35 is thirty-five print. millimeter prints and sixteen too. He said so. He, since everything's going digitally, he wants to preserve film. So that's that's a great thing. Yeah, actually, you and know, uh, I, I always wish that we could have done that. But the know. ghastly love of Johnny X is is trying to get in, and they're probably gonna. Yeah, Th- that, that's one of the last movies that was made on thirty-five millimeter. Well, I get to tell not the last. I think they're still making, but. 
I, I, gotta, I mean, I gotta tell my friend. Not I me. Mean, he might know, but he's got a buddy that just recently bought a couple of Godzilla movies, of thirty-five prints. Wow. And I, that think, I think he was uh, hundreds. So I think he was trying to get the Alamo Draft House to like chain them and play them, but maybe he can get Tarantino to do it. They can play in L.A. at the Beverly something theater or whatever. So I mean, that's a great idea. I wish more people would do it. You know, because I mean, you need, you really need. A, it's great that you've got your digital superhero movies and all that stuff, but you always ah. need to you always need to go back and watch the old shit, you know, just to get a perspective of it. You're never going to learn anything by seeing yeah. just new stuff. You have to go back to the old stuff and the stuff that came before that in order to really learn how to, you know, do yeah, good, see, and I, how to make good stuff. I watched because you know I'm very cr- fairly critical of of Tarantino. But you know what? I like I went I you was like watching I movies. was watching some of his um actor studio or the dire- studio director yeah. forget the name of it who cares. He where he's talking. And you know, I'm sure I I kind of like thought to myself, why am I such a hater? You know, am I jealous of his fame or am I je- you know, and he's cuz he's very passionate. He's very intelligent about the film industry more so than I could ever be, you know. So it's like, I really have to change my mentality and say, like, look, lay off, you know. Well, the reason why I get on his case sometimes, it's not because I hate the guy. I mean, I think his heart's in the right place. Sometimes I just think his movies, they're too cobbled up from things, and you can set and you can, you can, like I can tell self-indulgent. Or I can tell what like he's gripping off or cobbling from or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, you know what I mean. It's not sometimes it's not subtle enough. You know. What well, I'm yeah. Saying? I, mean, I mean, some like a lot of those scenes from the Kill Bill were cribbed directly yeah. from stuff, and even in crib. I mean, there's there's even going back further. Like people yeah. are even saying that like freaking. Uh, Reservoir Dogs is taken from what we call City on Fire. Yeah, you know, so it's it. it's becoming real obvious that he's that he's an encyclopedia of film, but he needs something to make it like less obvious. He needs to yeah. do something to it to like you know. But he does. I mean, he. I don't know. He does. And maybe maybe possible. the backlash in my brain also came from he became so hip, you know, That's and everything. Too. And and so like not from any fault of his own, but you start belie- drinking your own Kool Aid. And you get kind yeah, of too cool for school, a hot shot, yeah. but not. He's still doing work. He's still doing good things. You know, like you said, he's still he's doing that. He's you know. doing good things. So, that's a great thing. So to I do, gotta. Yeah. I I had to my, take my mind and say back off a little bit. You know what I mean? Like I mean, stop. I'll be. I'll put it this way. I haven't liked it, the last few movies that he's done. I haven't watched them. The last one I saw was Inglorious Bastards, which I didn't care for. I didn't see Django. No, nah, I so didn't see Django I don't, either. I, you know, like I said, I, and I didn't like some of the other ones before. The last one I liked was probably Kill Bill. So and that's, you, that's the and main you're, thing. You're kind of well, lukewarm on that one, too, I'm, aren't I'm you? I'm lukewarm on part two. Part one <laughs> I like, but part two I'm lukewarm yeah. on. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, but that's a good thing to do, and hopefully it's more more people can do that, yeah, including definitely. us. <laughs> if there's any movie theater out there that wants to get people to do curator to show films, please contact us because we'd love to do that. We've got plenty of old movies that we'd like to play. Oh my God, can the you theater. imagine that? Like, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, while we dream a little dream, let's drop in some trailers yep. that are kind of... Uh, I'll, I'll use these trailers that might be leading up to our movie of the day. Yeah, and, and, and to reference our movie of the day... Ah! Ouch. Johnny, what can you make out of this? This? Well, I could make a or a brooch, or pterodactyl. Um. Some place in this world we can live in peace with our people. He is from a future world. 
trapped in another time, searching for his past. A hunter of incredible power and strength. In his quest for his origin, he and the woman he loves must fight hostile tribes. Battle deadly beasts. And try to survive the violent forces of a newly born Earth. He is the warrior known as Yor. His medallion holds the key to his destiny. His courage makes him master of a world in chaos. His enemy uses the weapons of tomorrow to enslave a primitive planet. But his passion for freedom will set his people free. You're the hunter from the future. You got a hunch! The Kinky Coaches and the Pom Pom Pussycats is an important motion picture. Do not let this title fool you. Not since Gone with the Wind has a film provided an audience with more compassion, more drama, more production value. If you believe that, you'll believe anything. However, if you thought Animal House was fun, you'll love the Kinky Coaches and the Pom Pom Pussycats. Rated R for obvious reasons. Alrighty then. Uh, used my used our trailer break to formulate our plans for the future. Plan. And also to hear me cough up my lung. Yeah. You only have one? Yes, just oh, one. Oh, sorry to hear that. Sucks. Man. Yeah. I donated that one to uh to science. Hey, nice. what's our list for this week? Football. Oh my! Fi- uh, what top ten football players? Uh, our top ten football players. Yeah. Of all time. Now. You're gonna have some hate towards mine, so just just you gotta let it go, though. Uh, man. This is my man. list. I'm, let, know, dude. I'm I mean, letting your list go, and so, you let so, my. You know, sometimes hate is all I have. You know. <laughs> so anyway, Good point. go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm <laughs> no, not gonna hate. Okay, I'll go first. I'll just make. Sn- I'll just make a face. That's okay, because you can't see a face. Well, you know, I used to be a big uh, Bears fan, but they they killed. They put me in the grave too many times, so I've kind of backed off on them. Um, but I still do have a lot of their very uh, a lot of their heritage is in my list. You know what I mean? Okay. Oh, yeah. So let's start with the one and only Mike Ditka, which was uh, who was I'm sure played tight end as harsh as he played coach and uh, everything else. He was a play for Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, he was kind of a I think he's always been an all out kind of guy. Yeah, he's uh, a he's a lunatic. Lunatic, yes. Now uh, everyone's favorite hayseed, Brett Favre. I, you know, and he he's received a lot of criticism and hate for the end of his career, but you know what? I love that guy, man. I feel, I I find I I think I'm fortunate to have seen him play with such. He was so crazy. He did so many like weird things, you know, that just seemed to work. As long as you don't get like a selfie from him, it's okay. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. And I got uh, Jerry Rice, um, yeah. who I think is the, one of, if not the greatest wide receiver ever. I know, you know, Swan's there. You know, Lynn Swan was a really good guy, but Jerry Rice was kind of never stopped. He was he he put so much work into do everything. You know, if he dropped one pass, he obsessed about it for a season. So you got these hands of stone guys who think they're so great, and he's yeah. he's freaking like he was awesome. Peyton Manning, <clears throat> yeah. and I'm not trying to be a quarterback heavy, but Peyton Manning is freaking my god. That's like watching. Uh, you know, one of the most skilled people 
dissect a defense is he, yeah he's incredible no, yeah, you true. know that's true then I had the hollow eyes heart of stone Mike Singletary who played linebacker mm. uh, with a vicious streak that is unequaled you know I remember seeing him um, in between in between the like when the defense would come off the field he'd be sitting there doing push ups <laughs> he was insane like he was so just keyed up he couldn't yeah, there was no, yeah. there was no die down. He was just ready to go rip somebody's head off. I'm surprised uh, Dick didn't give him the ball as a running back. <laughs> he did to the other guy. <laughs> yeah, uh, the fridge, William yeah, Perry. Perry yeah. All right, here's one that will make nobody's list in the world, but mine, Brian Cox. I only put him on there because he was one of the most insane people I've ever seen play football. Like the, when he took his helmet off and just stood there in the end zone during a kickoff because he was angry. <laughs> like, they made the rule that you had to have your helmet on because of him. Of course, spitting on fans, flipping people off. Uh, I think he did the double bird walking out of Miami yeah, yeah. Uh, and spit on some people. So, he that's the kind of insanity you don't see very often. You know what I mean? Like huh. <laughs> Not on the field. Anyway. Not on the field. So, you know, there you go. <laughs> then I have, uh, of course, Dan Marino. I just think he was an awesome quarterback. Um, played for an incredible team. For so many years, they were like the dynasty, like, uh, you know, like you see a team kind of become so good, and it's because of their quarterback. They had super, well, they had super so good, but, you know, well, sorry to say this, Joust, but never won a Super Bowl. I know. That's a shame, too, because he was... It was a shame. He never had a good running game, and the defense yeah. was so-so, but, you know, damn, let's put it to you this way, and, and, and I think Joust will back me up on this. Let's not forget that Dan Marino had the Marx brothers, Mark uh, Duper. Super Duper. Super Duper, and yeah. uh, eesh, I forgot the other guy's name. Sorry, but those guys caught any pass. Clayton. Clayton, Mark Clayton. Those guys caught, caught any pass that he threw to them. <laughs> yeah, they were like Spider-Man. So you got to give those guys some <laughs> Oh, pops. yeah. They're, they're important. You know who I put on the list? Uh, Marvin Harrison. Yeah, he's on my list. He's I, a cult. He's so subtle underrated he was never full of bravado no he just did his job man i that guy was awesome he was i thought he was like the greatest right receiver in the, game. the hall of fame this year but they gave it to a punter ray guy oh well yeah but um he'll get there he has get to get there, there. Yeah, my he, god he he's was got records he's got big time records and then because i also like to see the excitement ronnie lots on my list yeah guy was ferocious man he would decleat people yeah. when they came across the middle that was his world and you yeah. were going to get hurt for it you know uh, then uh, Reggie White is on my list. Yeah, he's a great player. Great player. I, from all accounts, a great guy. Not maybe not in the very beginning not, of his not career. When he, not when he was running to cut your head off, yeah. tear your head off, or whatever. But, but yeah, but then he was like the de- what is he, the minister of defense? Yeah, like because he had yeah. his own church. He was very active in the communities. Just an all-around good guy. I loved when uh, Philly cut him because it was the end of his career, and he went on to like yeah, win Super Bay, Bowls in yeah. Green Bay. And stuff. <laughs> he played for like another eight years. You're like, uh huh, good call there, uh, Philly. <coughs> and this one I'm putting on my list only because I lived in the area. Jim Thorpe. Um, well, yeah. Yeah, Jim Thorpe was... Um, All-American. Yeah. All-American, and he also... He was big where I grew up because the next town over from where I lived was Jim Thorpe. Oh. That's where he lived. That's where he was buried. I mean, that's where he was buried and stuff oh, like that. Oh, interesting. So, yeah, it was very cool. So, he, of course, in my brain, he was much more prominent than most people, you know. Then, of course, Sweetness, Walter Payton. Uh, just, you know... Because he's Walter Payton. Uh, Johnny Yu. Yeah. Because, my God, he was awesome. And uh, Deacon Jones. Yeah. Because yep. that guy was insane. He was mm-hmm. a bad man. Was, yeah. That's back when football players were, like, out of control. Dude, they were 
There are control now, but back then they got away with a lot more. Yeah, than they he did was. Now. They, made, they made the clothesline because of him, the clothesline rule because yeah, of him. Yeah. And then my honorable mentions, just real quick, Jeff Saturday, who I think was a great, Another Cole, a yeah. great uh, sender that just. Undrafted. He he made he made uh, man he helped make Manning and the Colts what they were for so many years. Just a great guy, you know. Uh, Tom Waddle because he was a, him, he man. was a slow white guy that would go across the middle and get run over by a truck every play and he just hopped right back up. Amazing. <laughs> uh, a kicker I had to put a kicker on my list. Uh, Gary Anderson because the yeah, guy the guy was never just missed. never missing. He was there for like forty five years. He was a kicker. Never missed. He man. was one hundred and ten when he retired from football. And then uh, O J McDuffie makes my list only because. I was in some of his classes at Penn State. Were you really? You knew the guy? I didn't know him, but he was in my classes. Oh, no like, kidding. Like, you know, wow. Penn State classes are like yeah, auditorium huge. size. But yeah, he was. A, there was a couple where he was in there. Really? Yeah. The classes were like auditorium size classes? No, that many not people? all of them, but some. I was in a couple. Oh, wow. But yeah, oh, wow. But it was kind of cool because I didn't understand why anyone was making a big deal about it. And then I was like, oh, he's really good. Oh, he's drafted by Miami. And he's, yeah. he's the good OJ. Yeah, exactly. He let his he let it, he let his his uh, life clean, you know. Yeah. So far. So far. All right, that's my list. Uh, I hope it wasn't was a good too list. egregious. It was, was it a, okay? No, it was a good list because okay. you had Colts on there. So oh. any list with Colts on. <laughs> I mean, I'll give you. You know, you There's had Marino. There's so many more. There's so many more. You had more. Marino on there, but I, I actually admire Marino. Also, oh, my so. Marino's awesome, man. He, yeah, he is awesome. Yeah. There's a couple people I feel fortunate that I've been able to watch. Like I said, just about Brett Favre, Dan Marino, uh, Peyton Manning. These guys are. They're the greatest that has ever been. Yeah. Now, you know, not not ever will be, but they defined the defi- the, the division. They defined yeah, what yeah. a quarterback was, and it's kind of amazing, you know. Yeah. I guess LT no could have been on my list even because he yeah, changed. He, was he changed what a linebacker was. Yeah. Because he was just nuts. You know, yeah, he should have okay. made my list, but I don't know. No, that that would have been a good one too. <laughs> but yeah, okay, that's my list. I'm sticking to it, as you always say. Okay, well, my list is, like, not as good because it's all Colts. So, because <laughs> I really don't care about players that are <laughs> play for the Colts, even how good as they might be. Because I always feel that a player is only as good as the as the the uh, the team, in a way. You know what I mean? Yeah, some the pe- organization some players transcend, but the, for the most part... The player yeah. is part of the is part of a system. He's a system player. Like if Mike Singletary didn't have that defense in front of him, he might have been Literally. like, Meh. yeah, you know. I mean, so, so. but then again, there's guys like Barino who I think could have been good in almost any team, you know, because he was just like, you know, had that arm that was like, yeah. you know, that was amazing, and he, you know, Jerry Rice and stuff like that. So it kind of varies or whatever, but it's a system thing, I yeah. think. I mean, and the ultimate system guy for me. One of them, anyway, is Tom Brady. He's a system quarterback. He's, oh yeah. He knows that system. He he he's it's got it's like they built that. It's world. like they built that for him. So of course he's going to always do good with whoever's there because it's like <clears throat> it's him. That's the way he plays football. Although now. we are we are seeing the end of the dynasty finally. You know. Well, yeah. I mean, the Dolphins <laughs> kicked their butt last week, and that was enjoyable to watch. So, at any rate, let's go. Let's go uh, down to my favorite uh, football players. Well, I meant Marvin Harrison, which you mentioned. You know, great, great. Wide receiver, Hall of Famer, I think, you know. Um, another guy who's still playing right now, Reggie Wayne, another great receiver for the Colts. That, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, That yeah. I think was going to be in the Hall of Fame. He was also U of M, so that's double greatness as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> uh, as far as the older Colts, uh, Burt Jones, a great quarterback from the 70s that mm. only had a few years because he got hurt and he never recovered from it because back then, you know, they didn't have the kind of surgery they do now where, like, you know, they can just replace your shoulder. 
like they did to uh, what's his face from New Orleans, Drew Brees, and he's like better than ever, you know. But Burt Jones was for like three or four years was one of the hottest quarterbacks in the league, and actually. When the NFL Network did their top 10 quarterbacks of the 70s, he was actually one of them. So, yeah, he was great. Uh, Tom Maddy, a great running back from the Colts back in the 60s and 70s. I mean, I didn't watch him play that much, but when I watch old films, he was amazing, you know, and he was fast, and uh, he's a great player, you know, unbelievable. Not in the Hall of Fame, and that's bullshit. Uh, Mike Curtis, the, the, the middle linebacker for the Colts, they didn't call him Mad Dog for a reason. One great shot film of him was when he they were playing a game and some fan jumped on the field and he just ran on and the fan and tackled his butt into oh, the ground. Oh, I think I saw that clip. That's and like that a famous awesome clip, right? Yeah, that's <laughs> a Mike Curtis. Another guy, another linebacker who ended up playing for the Raiders, but he started with the Colts, was Ted Hendricks, the mad stork. He was like 6'7", and he's always blocking. Yeah, this is like in the 70s, and he's always blocking... Uh, passes and getting to the quarterback and another plus for him we went to Hialeah High School with Hialeah it was my old town nice. so there you go um, <clears throat> let's see who else we got here uh, Bubba Smith the great Bubba Smith defensive end you know. <laughs> and police academy and police actor. academy actor yeah, <laughs> which so was he better at was he better at police academy I think he was better as a, as a, as <laughs> okay. a defensive end I was just checking because you know but he was funny he was high tower yeah high tower <laughs> yeah there you go uh, another guy's from the 50s that I've only seen play in on old films, but everything I hear about them was they were these guys were like freaking beasts. Gino Marchetti was the defensive end in the fifties for the mm. Colts that were like the world champions two years in a row. Uh running back Alan Amici who actually ran the touchdown in at the end of the game to beat the Giants and what was originally called the greatest game ever played and apparently it was the game that really broke football on TV back in 1958 you know really? even, even, yes yeah that was the, they showed it on TV and it was a it was a final play win and that was the game wow. that a kid that was was really the game that broke football obviously the Colts with Jets is the one that broke it in the sense that the two leagues merged and it yeah. became like you know the big league that it was with the original game was that one because it was on TV uh, let's see who else we got here okay well, we'll go to the big two then you know Unitas, of course, you know the ultimate, oh, yeah. the ultimate Baltimore Colt, and I'll give Peyton Manning his props as, for now anyway, the ultimate Indianapolis Colt. So yeah. you know we'll leave it at that. Very uh, good. Still my favorite. <laughs> and even though Peyton's playing for the Broncos now, but I think in his heart, his he, as yeah. I, I think in his heart he wouldn't, he would have stayed. He wanted oh, to stay with the Colts. Of course he did, man. He would have never left there. I don't think he would have left. You know, yeah. so, that's the way it goes. But they, I mean, but Andrew Luck <laughs> all the way, buddy. You're on your way to becoming my favorite. Cool. Yeah, he's good. Oh, uh, he's better than good. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. But I mean, he's yeah, he's he, Luck's and, better than good. As a matter of fact, they should have. They had their chances to beat the Broncos last week, and they blew that game. But hey, that's the way it goes. Yeah, that's the way. Back in the big city, you know? they let off the gas hard, and I don't know if it was because of that, because it was his old team. Manning still loves the Colts. Yeah, I mean, he's a Denver Bronco right now. You know where his jersey's getting hung up. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. but whatever. That's the way business is. But anyway, and we've missed a million players, and because uh, there are so many, you know, Mean Joe Green. There's so many like that are like yeah, China. all yeah, all the freaking Steelers and <laughs> oh classic God. Dolphins and 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 Packers. You know, and every all that team stuff. has every team has I some mean, people that are like, wow. You yeah, know. I mean, you know, hey, Joust, whoever's listening out there, send us your list. Yep. And we'll read them on the air. All right, that's it for now. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, it's our movie of the week. No, oh, yeah, that's right. I thought we had another segment. You're right, it is the movie so of the week. So it's going to be... 
It's going to be like, it's going to be war, war, man. It's going to be war, man. What is it good for? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. That's good for killing assholes. Good point. I'm badass. And you're good ass. You're goody little two shoes. You're goody little two shoes. Goody little two shoes. <laughs> Major. This Ransom. Is he really that good? There's no one who can touch him in your whole damned army. Neil Corey, top marksman rating. Private Larry Garino, Alfred Bray, dubbed Papa Duck. Sonny Peel, martial arts expert. His friends call him Blood. Quang, forward scout and point taker. And this is our coordinator, Major Murphy Black. Enemy sighted, moving target, received. On target, on target, on target. Target, on target, on target. 
All right, and we're back. Did those uh, movie trailers give you any hint about what, what our movie is this week? <laughs> and by hint, I mean it told you what it was. Yes, <laughs> yeah, of course. We're fun. doing, this week we're doing Robo Wars. Now, what does it say? Robot, Robo de Robot de Guerra, Robot War. It's, it's Robo War in okay. Italian. Yes. This is uh, by, the, I forget the director's name, but it's the, the uh, okay. Italian Ed Wood. Yes, he's, uh, he goes in the name Vincent Don, but his name is Bruno Mattei. Yes. And he is the Italian version of Ed Wood. He did a lot of he did so, I think he did some zombie movies, but he also did like movies like this where you like knockoffs of uh, Predator and RoboCop and, and the Phil oh, this yeah. is the Philippines. The Philippines is where all the action is. You know what I mean? It looks like hey, it's a jungle. It's like cheap to film so in, crazy. And, and it's easy to like blow people up with no problem. I was surprised for a for an Italian flick, no nudity. I know none. My favorite part was the name of the people. The woman's name was Virgin. Yeah, I think her feeling was Virginia, but somebody got you know. Yeah, just it, whatever you know. Not only that, but that woman, I think her name was Carol Strickland or yeah. something. She was married to the Hoff man, Hasselhoff. <laughs> she was not a fan of bras either. I will tell you that. Good for yeah. her. Yeah, she. They were. Neither am I. I stopped wearing mine a long they, time ago. No. They seriously. swung low. They swung to and fro. That's good. Hey, no tie them in a knot. You could have tied them in a bow. Yeah, they were. Uh, hey, yes. You know, whatever. As that old saying goes. Yeah, I never heard it before, but it sounds okay. Yes. Yes. This is from what? 1980. Now this is from 88. Wow, that's pretty uh, late. Because I looked game. it up, and it was. Because I was like, okay, when were these other ones made? So Ro- RoboCop was earlier. T- Predator was 87. Okay. So this one, Predator must have been early 87, and this one was probably late 88, like, because this was a direct ripoff. I mean, there was nothing not ripped off. And I missed from, that. From, from Predator. Uh, just I missed that. Unbelievable. Like, I, the same amount of people, the yeah. same characters, like... It was crazy. Like instead of they couldn't they couldn't get a an Indian guy to be the front guy, so they just got uh, Quan the uh, yeah. the Asian guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same yeah. exact. He had the one that could sense the thing was there. Yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. Oh my god! And and also I looked this up because I had to know. This stars Reb Brown. Reb Brown. <clears throat> now Reb Brown is known to me because I've watched the MST version of uh, Space Mutiny about nine thousand times. Um, that that. That says a lot. Yes, it does. That explains a lot. And uh, <laughs> bad or good, <laughs> who knows? Yeah, Leave it up know. to open for interpretation. Open for interpretation. I don't know. So, Red Brown, 
this these both came out the same year for him. Oh. Now, this is one of those things where you're like, kind of, as an actor, if you have multiple movies coming out, like, he probably felt like he was kind of making it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he has 60 titles under his name. It's not like he's not a working actor. He, he, just, he made the Captain America TV movies back in the 70s, which are, you know, not thought of highly, but I thought they were fun. Yeah. I don't even remember him. He was Captain America. He wore a motorcycle helmet, and he rode around a motorcycle. Is that yeah. the one where the front of the motorcycle became his shield? Yes. I saw that when I was a kid. Yes. I, well, yes. Like, I barely remember it, but Red I remember Brown, that. Oh, dude. my God. Red Brown, the man, the myth, the legend. And he was married to Sissy, I don't know what her last name is, but she's the co-star in Space Mutiny. She's okay. the love interest, so they were All actually right. married. Oh, they were married f- since 79. Nice. He's actually much older than you'd think. He was born in yes. 1948 or yeah, 1949. Yeah, yeah. Um, but back then he was younger. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, uh, go. yes. And he's a, we all? He's a thick dude. Um, yeah. You can tell he was a very big, muscular guy. Yes. yes. He's the guy who's supposed to be taking Schwarzenegger's role in this movie. Yeah. And right off the bat, they're on this boat. It's called African Queen 2. Yeah. Really? You're going to call out African Queen in your... Oh, God. The Italians are great at just doing rip-offs of American movies, and sometimes they're more fun in a lot of ways. Yeah. You know? Did you ever see that one Italian movie where it was like a devil fish? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I did. That's but an I mean, MST, which yeah. you've probably seen 300 times. Yes, yes. That's you watch those in your sleep, don't you? you play yes, I do. Well, they, 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 that's on a continuous loop. Yeah. I, I'm not joking. I have a flash drive with like 90 MSTs on it, and I just... When I go to sleep, I put that on, and just they just play throughout the night, and I, you know. Anyway, who cares? Uh, so what? What is this movie? Like we said, it, it's a pre- it's, it's, it's Robocop Predator, it's Predator, but instead of Predator, because they didn't have the effects for the special, uh, the money no. for the special effects, they had a robot that was part man, which was you know because they saw they saw Robocop and they're like we can do that. It's also a part without warning because without warning was kind of Predator. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. Know, we have to give props. Yeah, without warning was a. I actually liked that movie. That was yeah. one of the first movies I did for our uh, yeah. for Robot. Once when when you were like was it uh, that wasn't number one was it no it was an early one it was it was it, it was really early it was maybe two or three yeah yeah anyway. weird go back and li- I I should go back and listen to those I'd probably be like yeesh. They're but, only like uh, a half hour long. Well, yeah, of course. I mean, it's just me in a room in Korea. Yeah, in a room. <laughs> <laughs> Not a whole lot of talking going on, no, you know. No. So, um, so they go, they, and it's the exact same thing. Like they they go to a jungle because somebody was killed, and then they and then they even have like the corporate stooge as part of the group, which was played by Apollo Creed in the uh, in the Predators. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what's what's his name? Um, Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers, yeah. Uh. And it, it is literally just shot for shot. But but they're basically they're, they're telling you that they're going there for that, but they're really going to test them out to see how they you know react to this guy, this yeah. thing, you know whatever. So yeah, there's a corporate stooge. There's all the same guys. The guys smoking pot. He's like a hippie dude. Yeah, there's like the angry couple of angry guys. They made the uh, the, the part that like I was like wow can't do that today some on the boat the guy makes an aids joke to somebody or whatever oh my God. and i was like wow, first he questions nice. his sexuality and then he yeah. says he has aids probably yeah. you're like huh wow well hell, <laughs> what, what, well well hell, red brown was running around in a belly shirt on that that was kind of dis- dude what's with the belly that, shirt that was kind of like off-putting or you're like, that was huh? kind of like disturbing that might have been one of the more disturbing images in the movie <laughs> But at any rate, you know. Yeah. So they get they're in the jungle. <laughs> they're in the, the Philippines. Yeah, they're in the jungle, and they're just kind of hacking their way through. And 
Lots killing of my, people lots screaming. Of machine gunning and they scream. They scream right before like my death scream before. Right yeah. before they, it's not enough that the machine gun is making all this noise. They have to add to it with their Now they did have nice machine guns. They had those belt fed two yeah. of the guys had those belt fed ones. Um quality guns. Uh, <clears throat> I didn't I thought this was just him in Space Mutiny, but it turns out this is just his acting his style. Gimmick, yeah. That he screams like Stallone kinda <clears throat> and he jumps around and rolls and he and he and he, when he shoots he's like going ah you know like he's screaming and he's not he's not as athletic as he thinks he is no. like when he kind of dives in through a window or whatever like that it's like a big huge chunky like not chunky just a big huge thick dude kind of stumbling around like yeah he's not a ballerina I'll put it that way he's not light on his feet but you I know gotta, but I gotta tell you something the Expendables won't really be cool until they put Red Brown in there. I don't know if he's in there or not, but they should put Red Brown in That would in be there. hilarious, man. Yeah. Just for no he reason. Is an, he is an action hero of the b Just movie. for no reason. Just throw him in there and be like, wow. You know, towards like Expendable 12, it'll be like Bruce Campbell and, and yeah, uh, Red Brown. To, and it'll be like, know? oh, you know, you're like, okay. Yeah, Red Brown, uh, whoever. Maybe it's like... Who's that guy from Marked for Death? You know, whatever that was. Speakman. Speakman. <laughs> Yeah, come on. Why isn't Speakman in? Like I said, Joe Lewis from Jaguar lives. Come on already. Yeah, they you should know? put Jet Jaguar in one of them. Yeah, Jet Jaguar. Yeah, there you go. Anyway. So anyway, I don't want the show. They're in the jungle looking for the dude. Yes, they're looking for the Supposedly. And boy, you know what else? The one shot had a grappling hook. Yeah. Man, 80s loved grappling hooks. Yes, they did. They, the grappling hook is... I don't know if it's an underrated weapon or if it's an overrated uh, piece of metal with a rope on it. Yeah, 80s, know. you know, I, I don't know. What, what are you going to say about a grappling hook? They just, they're just they not around anymore. People don't even... Now they have that gun that goes... Pew, and yeah. shoots the... You know. Now, now, obviously, but I'll just ask because you would know. Those guns that they're shooting, they're shooting off real rounds in the movie or... Uh, no... Well, I think they're shooting blanks, oh, okay. but um, yeah, they they were they're pretty accurate actually. But uh, the guns are real. Yeah. Those those real guns. Those. Big, oh yeah yeah no no. They those, shoot those guns shoot blanks too. Okay. Yeah, those are real. That. Those are real guns. Okay. It was kind of funny. Their style was kind of to scream and announce that they were going to start shooting, then start shooting. They're like, "Hey, you! I'm going to shoot you!" Yeah. Point. And then pause. Point. Three, two, one. Okay. Then they just spray the whole jungle with with bullets, and you're like. Hmm. I don't know. That that probably wasn't a good uh, yeah. style of. And and as they're and uh, as they're going through the jungle, they keep seeing dead bodies too. That's where Bruno Matai comes in, or yeah, Vincent yeah, Dawn, yeah. Cause he was like a zombie. So they got all the you know the parts, all the dead people. Parts. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, mm. yeah. That's probably from zombie movies that he made, like you know, a few years before or what. I'm not sure if he did City of the Walking Dead, but he did a lot of those too. Cause of course that's what they were ripping off at the time. <laughs> and then when that when the when the zombie phenomenon went away for a little while, it never really goes away, but it went away for a little while, then they started doing the, uh, you know, the, the Schwarzenegger and yeah. movies. Yeah. Why, why do you think zombies have so many, so much legs? Like, how come they just <laughs> well, walk away? You know, they, their legs are kind of like, not that much because yeah. they're rotting off, but, you know, it's kind of like they're they're an analogy for something. The zom- you know, it just keeps going. Like they're, they're gross. They're, you know, they're disgusting, but they're an analogy for like, Somebody made some kind of highfalutin analogy, and it seems like they connect with people on a certain, 
you know, like level, which I don't know what it is. I can't think of it right now, but it doesn't really go away at all, you know. Yeah. It's like because there's kind of slow moving and stuff, but you know, the visceral, the visceralness of yeah. the cannibalistic nature of it always gets to people. And they like, I forget which movie it was where they were trapped, and the, there was one guy that was like, he was he owned a gun store and he was on the roof. <laughs> and he, yeah, and he was picking him movie. off with a sniper, just like as a joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I could do that all day. Yeah. I, I mean, I really could. I, I, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I said, maybe. Yeah, I, well, the, the, my favorite one is the, of course, besides Not Living Dead, The Last Man on Earth with Vincent Price, which we did. Yeah. That, to me, was like my favorite zombie movie. And I like Shaun of the Dead quite a bit, too. Well, that's, yeah, the comedy one, yeah. Well, the, the, <laughs> one, that, the one that really took off was when Dawn of the Dead came out. That was mm. a big deal. And then the Italians started doing their knockoffs and the one there was one of them that actually played here that was a big hit called just Zombie and it was just made by uh, Lucio Fulci was the director of it and that was that was infamous because there was a scene where a woman gets like impaled in the eye and you know they took the they took the violence to a more graphic visceral uh. you know way and then and then the people loved back in the 70s or the early 80s or whatever you had the magazines like Fangoria that that like were reveling in the gore oh they loved know? it yeah and then that 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 just kind of worked with it you know it was like it was shocking to the to you kids of the 80s or whatever it was like oh man look at the gore on that movie oh my god that's disgusting yeah give me more give me more and you know they did so anyway getting on with this movie that director moved on to action movies which which in the philippines they always had a tradition of making action movies cause like i said before it was cheap to film there There's is that what it was it was just, yeah. just location cheap to film cheap. no 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 unions <laughs> no yeah. rules jungles and people there that were willing to work for cheap you know uh, so from women in prison movies Roger Corman of course oh yeah yeah was a trailblazer of that from the women in prison movies all the way and the Italians went in there and they made a lot of like Rambo and this knockoffs there cool which I'm sure we'll do more in the future because there's plenty of them you know and and and, I'll, and I've, quite a few of them are with Red Brown really because yeah, they always they yeah. well they always would have an American actor. See, he worked a lot with this director, didn't he? I think so. Yeah, yeah I think At, so. Did you see that one guy? The one guy was the radio guy. He had the world's biggest antenna I've ever seen. Yeah, well. Like, yeah. like it was taller than the trees. Like it was coming out of his backpack. Like, yeah. The the, the radio man used to have like one of those, but <clears throat> the army guys used to bend it over, and it would just be a loop until it had to be used. Okay. But this guy just ran around with it. It was like a, one of those antennas where yeah, you put up. Yeah, you know, yeah. it was really funny. Yeah, and, uh, then they, and then they uh, had the the bearded guy with glasses. What, what the was pipe. his deal? He was the smoking pipe, a pipe smoking guy. What was his deal? He looked like John Goodman when he had those shooter glasses on, like and Lebowski. Yeah, from Lebowski. Yeah, right. But then, but then he like, and there one time he's sitting there, he's talking to that guy that the the corporate stooge. He has his pipe in his mouth. He's like, you know, we, he's gonna kill you if one more of us dies. Yeah. So you're like, what are you talking? Like the the writing was really bad in this movie. Like yeah. it, the the dialogue was just bad yeah, like well, yeah, yeah. like bad bad where you're like what are you even saying what are these words now the one thing about this movie was i'm pretty sure it wasn't dubbed but i could be wrong but i think everybody spoke english in this movie yeah no no this was straight up english because usually the italian stuff you get a lot of dubbing in it but this is straight up english everybody was speaking english so then as, as they're going through the towns and picking people out they come across a woman and some other people being chased by some rebels yeah so the, these guys that they said they were oh we they were from a missionary a hospital. They came here to build a mission hospital. Yeah, right. The woman did, and so the 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 the, the you know the A team or whatever they are, you know, knock off all the guys, but save the woman. They bring but they're waiting for everyone else to die. Yeah, like they're standing there. There was clearly this is two different like scenes. 
Because yeah, 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 these yeah, jeeps yeah. are slowly moving and they're cutting down people running on this road, which is like, well, first of all, why don't you just run into the jungle? Yeah. And second of all, why don't you just like, you know, why don't they do something before the last person? They, they just yeah. wait till everyone was dead and they're like, we got to do something. And then the corporate suit is like, no, you can't. You stick to the mission. And then, then some guy puts the gun to his head and he's like, oh, whatever, you know. And then they, Red Brown starts, he comes out and and the other guys are machine gunning him down, and then, you know, there's just a woman left, of course. So then he takes out his pistol and shoots the guy, you know, it's really... Yeah, like that one scene that, that like, he's got her put gun to her head, and Red yeah. Brown's like Mr. Super Guy, just picks the guy off or whatever. So now we have the female, because, you know, you know, for those who don't, you know, at least you get a woman in the movie. You know, well, there was a woman in Predator. <laughs> yeah, oh, and there you she, go, And yeah. in the Predator, she was a very integral part, because she... Yeah, that's true. She knew all about it, and then yeah. that's when Schwarzenegger was like, she knows what the hell we're fighting, find out what yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. And so then she was there, and then she was talking about how the, the village was destroyed. So she they tried to write it the same way, but it didn't come across the same way, you know. Right. Um, and I was trying to figure out, like, what... When I was watching this, because literally, if you've seen Predator, you've seen this movie. You, you know, like, we're not talking so much about it, because it's the same exact thing. The if you like, I was trying to figure out why did Predator, in my estimation, work so well compared to this. What you know, and I think the people that acted in Predator, the characters and the writing, they were like superheroes. Like you know what I mean? Like they were almost a character of mm -hmm. the world's biggest Indian, the world's biggest commando, the world's biggest jerk, which was Jesse Ventura. And, in real life, yeah, too. And that's what I'm saying. Like when you watch Predator, maybe it was just because I saw it when I was a kid. These guys were superheroes, walking yeah. around with super guns, fighting an alien that kills people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was all of like this, wow. And then this one is just, there's just like normal guys. Like they're not, nothing's bravado, nothing is made up that they're bigger than life, you know. But in a sense, that's kind of, that's kind of adds, that's the only realism that adds to this movie. Because the other one, you obviously, like you said superhero. These just look like regular dudes. I mean, they're you know they're like in good shape, but they just look like regular dudes. And it's not weird muscle fantasy or anything. Except for right. Red Brown, who's like, you know, all big and puffed up or whatever. Yeah, and ever, they were all very strong. Yeah, These they look all, like, like they look like guys. mercenaries. You except know. for the John, except for um, John, John Goodman. John Goodman, yeah, he's a little pudgy dude or yeah. whatever. And the girl was hot, so you need a hot girl in the movie. So you know, you got something else to look at besides like dopes or whatever running around like, yelling, <laughs> and screaming, and shooting or whatever. <laughs> So anyway, so at some point in this movie around here, you start seeing like the the robo guys, little like uh, infrared thing going off, and he keeps saying the same thing. He sounds like he's saying greasy, greasy, or something like that. I don't this was know. rough. This 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 <coughs> kind of got to me <coughs> in that it was the very it was the exact same like the the word looped was yes. the same like you're saying to the point where you're like, oh my god, this just shut up already. And he was very noisy as a thing. So he wouldn't be a very good soldier. You'd be like, well, he's coming. We got about five minutes. Because you'd hear the greasy, greasy, beady, beady, beady. Like he wanted to be that guy from Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, like uh, beady, beady, yeah. beady. Yeah. Uh, hey, we, bu hey, Buck, you know. Yeah, yeah, right. And you're like, okay, well, that's just great. And he's and he looks like he's a motorcycle guy. Like he just has a motorcycle like helmet. Bondage with motorcycle helmet. Yep. You know? Didn't look very. Marilyn robotic. Manson with a motorcycle helmet on. You know. Yeah, beady, I mean his beady, hand beady. his hand phasers were okay, and that yeah. effect was all right. And they did blow up things really well. You know, I mean. Yeah, things, there was a lot of blowing up. 
things blew up real good, as they would say in SCTV <laughs> years ago. But yeah. So that, and and then you know, and then like at one point, now they got the girl. Now they happen upon a a village of, ooh, excuse me, a village of um. That's like her Mercy, village. Like, oh, that, her village. And I think like, that was her village where she was like, you know, taking care of people or something. Oh, I think. so then they're like, oh, I where know are she the was kids? involved in a hospital, and that's later on. I think there was she was involved with this village somewhere or the other. So and, and then they're like, oh, go, you know, we're gonna go save those kids, and and the guy in the course Stooge is like, that's not that's not what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. And then did you ever notice that he 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 always send send out a Quan first. Yes. Yeah. He was always point. Poor guy. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah. <clears throat> and this is when they when they do their commando raid on the on the village, very Rambo style. <laughs> uh, you know, like where where you know they're running around just kind of mowing people down, and and this is where you really see that Red Brown is not an action star, because uh, he's he like you know he'd be like ah and he he jump through a window kinda and clumsily knock shit over and then you go ah and he yell again and he would just start spraying bullets and then people would like do that where they jump like where oh simulate a bullet hit you and you go ah and you jump through a window or jump through a wall and it was just like wow <laughs> holy shit and then there's like one guy smoking a cigarette he's like oh yeah you know I'm, I'm trying to calm my nerves and you're like oh jeez you know it, it was very it was a very odd uh, action sequence to me, yeah, you know. I mean, you know, it's a it's a B movie. Uh, yeah, we must always remember when we're watching these things that these aren't. There was a reason why they weren't like you know Predator or anything. Like, quite because there were knockoffs. Number one, number two, they couldn't get the same. Boy, and you remember actor. One of the things that one of the things that's kind of uh, heralded as like a very oh missing in action. Remember Chuck Norris? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I watched that um, when I was because when I did the. When I watched all of the Jean-Claude Van Damme movies in order, he was a stuntman in one of those, in oh. the first one. Okay. <clears throat> I was watching that, I was like, wow, this is bad. That <laughs> missing in bad. action is as bad as this movie. <laughs> it's just people like just say, oh, Chuck Norris, and they just remember it. Yeah. No, no, no. That was easily as bad as this. <laughs> and it had the same bullshit like where an explosion would happen and then like 10 people would go flying in the air with one of those catapult things like... There was one of them with him where they fought people and it was shot in South Florida. It was it wasn't missing in action or maybe it was, it was missing probably in the action. octagon. Maybe it was no, the octagon. no, no. It was it was an action one. Maybe it was missing in action. Lone Wolf McQuaid. No, no. Maybe it was and it was shot. I think it was shot in Miami. It was so bad and I was like, wow. You know, you know what? Can let, let's take a trailer break and find out exactly what it is so people can go out and find this classic of okay Norris. We'll be right back. Give us one sec. Okay, well that solves that riddle. Wait, which movie was it? Invasion USA. Nice, yes. Hey, we didn't, we didn't, show, we didn't play trailers, but that's okay. Thanks, Chuck Norris. <coughs> also, the Annandale Mall in Georgia. Yeah, well, so I don't even you know, know what that means. Yeah, right. well, hey, yeah, Invasion USA. Yeah, that's a pretty cheesy one too. So, and uh, same thing though. You know, these these action, these Philippine-made jungle action movies kind of very look they have a very similar feel and look to them you know oh, yeah. it's 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 must be very difficult to film there i mean i'm sure it's cheap know. but it's cheap yeah dragging your stuff around in a in a in an actual you can jungle, ha- you can get you know? crews there to do it for you yeah, yeah i know that's yeah. and that's i guess that's the truth of it you just whatever it's probably easier in a lot of ways than doing it in the u.s because <laughs> there's no like you know, you don't have to pay unions. You don't have to pay actors that much. You don't have like all the limitations. Yeah. You can probably get away with explosions and blowing things up that you'll have 
problems yeah. with here, so it's probably a lot easier to, to do stuff. Though. I often wonder, if, like, if they realize that they're killing the industry. What? Who are? Uh, uh, Hollywood. All the, all the, oh, they all don't the. Care. They're making a lot of money. All the matter. rules and all the, all the stuff that they apply that you have to do. They've just they're ruining everything. You know. No, that's all. That's why they go film in Canada. Honestly, that's Good why point. they film in Canada. <laughs> Final because sacrifice. Because of the taxes and Rouse all the... Dower. Yeah, because of the unions and the taxes and all that. <laughs> I mean, nothing against whatever, but yeah. they film in Canada because it's cheaper and they've got the locations that they can do it there. It's just cold. Yeah, yeah there you yeah, go. But yeah, yeah, that's it. So, you know? all right. Long story short, the the corporate stooges realize... Well, they go through this water, and the one guy notices that he has a, some kind of an electronic thing that's kind of controlling it. Not or whatever, protecting him from it. So this guy throws it in the river and it ruins it. So now the corporate stooges is, is the same as these soldiers. And Red Brown grabs him. He's like, you know more than you're saying, blah, blah, blah. And the guy goes, yeah, you were brought in here because you're known as being a superhero or you're the, you're the best soldier. So we're actually just testing this thing against the crew of soldiers. Yeah. So <clears throat> now they, 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 a couple more people get drugged through the, through the, um, Jungle Sam Raimi style by their foot. Yeah, they get you know. killed. Yeah, the thing's just cutting them down like the predator or whatever. Right, one at a time. And they do their last stand thing where they're like, oh, and they they build a bunker with bombs and whatever. And then the guy's like, oh, you know, I have I have this thing that can turn it off, but it has to go right. It can do its forehead or something, something like that. Like they have to get really up close to the the dude. Up the, close the and the personal. And that's uh. No, that doesn't work. And that's work. that's a corporate guy who does that. He finally becomes a good guy. At right, the end. you know, but it doesn't work. So then Rev grabs that thing, and him and the girl. I think it's just them left now, right? Yeah. Well, the 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 last two are Reb and them, and the girl goes, "Listen, I know where there's a uh, hospital. Maybe we can, you know, blow him up if we get him in there because there's all sorts of chemicals and all sorts of crap there." So. Which she says, "Oh, we had to abandon because of the water was yeah, poisoned." Yeah. But then they go there, and there's like everything is there. Like they had a. You don't abandon something when you, you... They would have moved out of it. It would have just been an empty building, but yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so she splashes it with acid. Well, wait, wait. Well, you <clears throat> forgot a big point. He finds okay, out before that, he finds out where the robot is. Ah, oh, see, talk about that quick. Okay. Well, but before they get... Bef- when, they're, when, they're, when they get in there, him, uh, Red Brown and the robot have like a, a, you know, a fight, and Red Brown somehow or another knocks them down. The robot down, but when he gets up, the robot actually lifts his visor, and it turns out he's actually the guy they were looking for. You know, his buddy from Nam. Oh, that died. his buddy from the battle that he said, yeah, "Oh, yeah, that was the you robot." Know, yeah, and he, so it was the Murphy angle. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was a, yeah, it was a combination because the, even the evil corporate guy even said we were trying to do a, co- a combination between a human brain and a cyber, uh, you know, robot's body or whatever. So it turns out that it's him. So it's RoboCop. Yeah, that's right. So that's where the part. RoboCop, that's yeah. where the part of RoboCop comes in. Um, I thought this was a meld between Terminator and uh, and uh, Predators, but it turns out it's a it's a meld between RoboCop. Robo, and but Robo War. Robo War. Yeah, yeah, RoboCop, Predator, and you know whatever. Yeah, you know. a little bit of uh, uh, Terminator and a little bit of yeah. You know, <laughs> so yeah. So anyway, so so like he, so they 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 like uh, she throws acid on him, like you remember you said, and right. he like starts malfunctioning, and they run out. Yeah. And they blow up the the um, the, the whole hospital. the hospital blows up. And you know the end, and they they both run out to the water. And then when they get to the water, next day they see like a boat. Oh, the boat! Hey, and she's the boat. like, let's go. She runs, let's go, go, swim towards the boat. And as she's swimming, swimming for the boat, all of a sudden, you know, Robo Warrior comes out. Yep, and, nails uh, Reb, and then 
And then, um, <clears throat> so she swims to the boat, and he's like, oh. And then they, they he's kind of beating up Reb pretty bad. And then they get to the the top of this waterfall, and then he's like, he lifts his visor, he's like, oh. You know, he hands Reb Brown the 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 self-destruct thing. He's like saying, kill me. Yeah. Right. And then it flashes back to when they were in that battle, and he was laying there in pieces, and Reb's holding his head gingerly, and he's like, kill me. And he's like, I can't. And it was really bad makeup effects. Because the guy's nose looked like a like a Muppet oh, from okay, from from yeah. the uh, you know from the Muppet Show, the yeah, uh, Gonzo. Yeah, yeah. It was so big it looked like Gonzo, and uh, <clears throat> and then he's like, oh, okay. So then he pushes the button, and then uh, and then he jumps into the water. And Reb jumps in the Reb water. Reb jumps over the waterfall, and the guy explodes, and that's the end. Yeah. Well, the woman's on. It ends up with a woman on the boat, and then Reb's like swimming. So I guess. Yeah, I guess they're setting it up for sexy time Ro- or Robo War Two, which I don't think ever happened. <laughs> no. <laughs> now this apparently, like I read up on this, this apparently is a rare movie. It's not on DVD. Huh. This was a this was had Japanese subtitles on yeah, it. Yeah, it sure did. It was a Japanese video or laser disc that somebody bought and put on there because I read about a couple of people wrote about it. One guy said he paid like about ninety bucks for a copy of this it like on the gray market to make or this whatever movie. yeah well but but now it's 90 to buy it you know or you so, can watch it on youtube for free or you can watch it on youtube for free like we did so <laughs> yeah it's a rare movie and you know for all its cheese you yeah. know it's 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 funny it's, it's a good saturday mm-hmm. morning entertainment goofball movie or whatever it's not a, it's not boring no it's good it's, it's, it's funny it's, it's watchable yeah i thought it was pretty funny it it was it, it was a lot of um boy it was a lot of guys wandering around in a jungle for the most part, yeah. Um, for the most part. It boy, I, I wonder if you can get that soundtrack. Oh, because, God. man, the soundtrack of this thing was, wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If you love the 80s, yes. this soundtrack better be part of your collection. If you love the 80s, we got a soundtrack for you, Robo War, from KTEL Records or something like that. Actually, I watched the credits and it did say something about the uh, soundtrack. So I'm going to try and track it down. Yeah, we got uh, to. <laughs> it was so, like... One part is that Miami Vice and the yeah. drums and the guitar. And then one part they're like, hey, do you, do you have anyone that sounds like Eddie Van Halen but yeah. doesn't cost as much as Eddie Van Halen? I think they got Freddie Van Heflin to do it for him. That, yep, that, that, that was the one guy. He's like, weir, weir, like that weep, weeping guitar, so 80s. He was good, too. Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah, there you go. What are you going to give this one? I'm going to give it a six. I think it's watchable for some, if yeah. you're a fan. Yeah, six, five for me. I, I was a little bit high on it. Um you're a little bit high now with that Theraflu and the, all the all the coffee you're drinking. Lack of oxygen, yeah. yeah lack of oxygen. Yay! Yeah. All right, well that's it for this week. Next week I think we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna be we're gonna go rollerblading. No, yeah, roller we're gonna skating. be roller something. Roller gatoring, maybe. maybe. I don't maybe, know, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. We'll find out. <laughs> all right, you I never know what happens week to week. We yeah, can, we, we, we can change it completely and do Gone with the Wind or uh, something like that. Oof, I don't want to watch Gone with the Wind. Okay, uh, Mal with me as always. Dr. Morbius. We'll see you next week.